Missouri football is officially playing Army in the Armed Forces Bowl. Who's going to start a quarterback for the Tigers in that ball game? Plus, will Tyler Beatty play? And if so, really, what's the point for Tyler? Well, all this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball, and thanks for making this your first listen, as always, and of course we've got a lot to get to on today's program, Kansas basketball against Missouri returns in just a few days this Saturday. We'll get to that later this week, but we are 16 days away from the bowl game, believe it or not. Yes, bowl season already on us without question. And just really quickly here, I do want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. And, you know, my first reaction to the announcement that Missouri is playing against Army was maybe a little bit of disappointment, obviously not at the high end of places that Missouri could have ended up. But quite honestly, when you go 6-6, six and six, you, don't know, you don't have a whole heck of a lot to complain about if you're Missouri football. And honestly, it could have been a lot worse. Fort Worth, Texas is a decent recruiting base for Missouri. Obviously, a decent amount of alumni in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You've got a direct flight from Columbia to Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. Texas, obviously, a fertile recruiting ground for the Tigers historically. So again, it could have been a lot worse to me. Wouldn't you rather, if you're a a fan who's going to go to the bowl game no matter what, wouldn't you rather spend sometime in December in Fort Worth versus Detroit, for instance. No offense to the good people of Detroit, but I'm not looking to go north this time of year. That's just me. But you know what? I think Tyler Beatty would have gone north if necessary because he's actually practiced the previous two days for Missouri, and the staff definitely expects him to play in the bowl game. Now, a lot of people's initial reaction there is, why? Why would Tyler Beatty, just from his personal perspective, why would he want to play in this game? The guy has had such a tremendous season this year, he's almost certain to be an NFL draft pick, right? Perhaps even a second or third round pick at best. I'm not sure how he's going to grade out at the combine, but just in terms of production and, and skill profile, Tyler Beatty's an NFL running back to me. So why would he want to put himself in jeopardy in what is essentially a meaningless bowl game for Missouri, a mostly meaningless bowl game, right, for the direction of the program? Well, frankly, I can see why if I'm Tyler Beatty, this wouldn't be meaningless to me because this is now my fourth year in a Missouri uniform. This is obviously a program that means a tremendous amount to Tyler Beatty, and He's only gotten to play in one bowl game despite being eligible every single year of his career. You might recall, of course, last year because of COVID-19, Missouri unable to get to the game against Iowa last year. Then, in, of course, the 2019 campaign, Missouri fires Barry Odom, doesn't want to, you know, have the new coach or some weird transition there after going six and six. So they just pass on a bowl game that season. And then, of course, 2018, that was Tyler Beatty's true freshman season. 
well, an exciting game, but a disappointing finish for the Tigers. Drew Locke throws for 373 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, plus Larry Roundtree gets another 200 yards on the ground. Missouri somehow loses that football game to Oklahoma State. So you know what, Cowboys? I know Saturday was tough for you, but damn it, we know pain around here in Missouri as well. Now, I will say, even though Tyler Beatty is going to play in this game, and as a Missouri fan, I absolutely love him for it, if I were Drinkwitz, I think you owe it to that young man to at least manage his workload to some extent. I just think, I don't know, maybe I'll look silly when Tyler Beatty gets 35 carries against Army, but I just wouldn't give him his usual workload. The workload that he's had this season, I think we've already asked that young man to do a tremendous amount for Missouri this season. And again, the fact that he wants to play, fantastic. And I wouldn't tell him he's not going to play, but to me, maybe 10 to 15 touches instead of 25 to 30. I don't know. I think this is also an opportunity for Missouri to get a better look at some different running backs too, whether that's Michael Cox, whether it's Eli Young, Taj Butts, anybody on the roster, perhaps they can get a little bit more of a look. And and speaking of getting more of a look, it sounds like there's a decent chance we might get a, a look at Brady Cook at quarterback coming up in this Armed Forces Bowl game. And I want to talk more about Brady, what I think Missouri should do at the quarterback position. But first, I want to tell you about Prize Picks, one of our finest sponsors here at the Locked On Podcast Network, because they make daily fantasy easy. Look, I love this company and I and I know you will too because they offer more college football props than anybody in the world and with bowl season coming up, quite honestly, you'll have more time to look at each individual game, maybe get an edge. Well, when you feel like you have one, head on over to Prize Picks. Use the promo code LOCKED ON because when you do, you'll receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code Locked on for a 100 deposit match at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Now, obviously, a lot of Missouri fans the past few weeks have been looking for a change at the quarterback position, and definitely at times I've wanted to see Brady Cook in particular take the football for the Tigers and start a QB. And well, it looks like some of us might be getting our wish here in the next 16 days in the bowl game. Now, not a surefire thing by any stretch of the imagination, but if you sort of look at the reports coming out of practice, it sounds like Cook is getting more first-team reps than perhaps he has been in the last few weeks. And even just parsing Coach Eli Drinkwitz's comments a little bit, him saying that, well, it's easier to have a quarterback competition this is essentially what Eli said. Dur- you know, Once you're outside of the weekly grind of the season, you're into bowl season, have a little bit more time to look at it, prepare the next guy. You know, that makes sense. That's all true. It's certainly easier to do it. But at the same time, I have to admit, I, I-, I paused a little bit there when Eli said that because I can't help remember back to week two of the 2020 campaign when Eli Drinkwitz pulled Sean Robinson, his starting quarterback, during the second quarter of that Tennessee game and replaced him with, you guessed it, Connor Basilak. So to me, that was coach speak there from Eli Drinkwitz. I wasn't totally buying his explanation there. I just think 
for whatever reason, Drinkwitz thought Basilak was the better player. That's sort of, well, it was in-season thing. I, I don't know if I'm totally buying that explanation. But regardless, if you look at it to me, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know a ton about Brady Cook, and really no Missouri fan should. All we've really seen from the guy in the last two seasons is either passes in garbage time for the most part, or him handing off at the end of the game this season at times, or perhaps keeping the ball for a a nine-yard gain or something. That's all well and good, and I think, great, I I think it's obvious that Cook brings more of a running element than Basilak does right now. That's very obvious, but I don't want anybody to think I'm just saying, hey, Brady Cook's obviously the man, and we just give him the ball forever. What I'm saying is, at this point in the season, with with what you've seen from the Missouri offense and from Connor Basilak the last month plus, I just don't see a tremendous amount of downside in handing Cook the keys. Because if you think about it, if you're Connor, put yourself in Connor Basilak's shoes. You know you're going to be in for a quarterback competition this spring and this fall, for sure. You have to know that the job is not 100% yours at this point, if you're being honest with yourself. So to me, if they give Brady a look in this ball game, that shouldn't really change his calculus that much on, say, if he's going to transfer or something, if he may or may not be considering that. Again, I, I'm not trying to say that Connor Basilak is considering transferring. In fact, I would be surprised if that happened. That's the feeling that I get. But so again... What's the downside of starting Cook? If you're not going to lose Basilak, if he already knows he's going to be in a quarterback competition next year, it's not like this should ruin his confidence or something. And frankly, the way he played the last month, is that your number one priority? Because your number one priority, it can't be somebody's feelings, to put it in a very, very obvious, in very obvious terms. It has to be to just find somebody to direct your offense because that's what Eli Drinkwitz has to do. It's got to be number one priority for him right now, whether that's finding him on the current roster or in the transfer market, because I do think 2022, a really important season for Drinkwitz and this Missouri football program. By the way, a couple rather unusual and unique circumstances for Missouri regarding this bowl game. Number one, of course, Missouri playing Illinois in the Bragg and Rights basketball game, not only the same day, but also on essentially the same time as the Armed Forces Bowl. So not exactly the the ideal timing there if you're a Missouri fan, but although, what the heck, I guess if we're going to look at the, at the glass half full, maybe we don't want to watch all 40 minutes of the Bragg and Rights game this year. But But seriously, though, can we not move the Bragg and Rights game back? Can we not... ESPN, can we not flip with some other game at a different time? Don't you want to get the biggest ratings you possibly can for both the Armed Forces and the Missouri-Illinois game? Well, if you want to get eyeball, excuse me, my goodness, if you want to get as many eyeballs on each game as possible, you're going to have to move one or the other. Is that really asking that much? A doubleheader would be fun, but I don't really want to watch both of those games at the same time. That's just me. But of course, there is one more other unique circumstance of this game, and that's that, well, Missouri's bowl opponent still has another ball game, right? I guess we saw this in the Texas Bowl against Navy back in 2009, but it's not too often when you still get to actually get a full game to scout your opponent 
post knowing you're in the bowl game. Of course, Army playing Navy, their traditional game, this Saturday here on the 11th. So that'll be one to watch. Army right now, by the way, a minus eight-point favorite over Navy in that ball game over at betonline.ag. And Missouri, a three-and-a-half-point underdog in the bowl game. So again, very unusual to see a line for the bowl game out before you've even finished the season. So some interesting times here without question. And you know what? No matter what you're into betting wise, you got to go to bet online, of course, because they have covered, they have you covered with more all season props, odds, individual lines, whether it's the UFC, basketball, hockey, anything you can possibly think of. And maybe there'll be a baseball season this season. You never know. And if there is, well, get in your futures over at Bet Online. And when you do, use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, promo code LOCKED ON for your 50% welcome bonus at Bet Online, where the game starts. And our friends at Build Bar, as always, are offering the best of both worlds this holiday season delicious and healthy. And with so many flavors to choose from, quite frankly, you're going to have a tough time narrowing down which one is your favorite. Is it the peanut butter brownie? Is it mint brownie? Double chocolate? Well, you decide. But regardless, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to power through all of your holiday shopping. And people are so passionate about their favorite flavor of Build Bar, frankly, they will fight for it and things could get out of hand. So be very, very careful. But seriously, tell Santa to throw a few Build Bars in those stockings. Dip your Build Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Oh yeah, let that baby melt a little bit and give it some of that Build flavor. And just for our listeners, we got a great offer for you. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED. 15 for your next order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. By the way, big shout out to the Missouri women's basketball team who lost a bit of a heartbreaker, lost by two points over the weekend to number five Baylor. Of course, Baylor, if you follow women's basketball at all, I'm sure you're well aware, one of the elite programs in that sport. So considering Missouri so far had graded out rather well statistically, but they really hadn't played anybody in their first seven, eight games. Well, now I think you can say, hey, Robin Pinchton, you know, I've seen a lot of people say this, I'll echo it. Seems like she's got herself a real team this year. And a big part of that, of course, is Asia Blackwell seems to be really rounding in to the sort of main star, first team, all-SEC type player that you can really build a squad around, number one. But I'll tell you, maybe my favorite player to watch on the team is is Lauren Hansen. I, I just love her ball handling, and so so much so I'm jealous of it, quite honestly. If I could handle the ball like Lauren Hansen, I'd be pretty freaking good at my size. Let's put it that way. But who cares about me, right? My, my point is, I, I'm just so impressed with, in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years or so, certainly since I was you know, a high school, college kid back in the day, 
it's just amazing how far the women's game has come up. I mean, it's really, really gotten fun to watch, especially just the individual skills of these young ladies. Like, like I said, Lauren Hansen, I mean, man, step backs, going between the legs. That just wasn't really something you saw a whole lot, especially at the college level back in the day. So, hey, if you're a little bit tired of watching the men's team right now, well, hey, check out the women next time because – their schedule is about to get a lot more interesting here in the coming weeks with obviously the SEC is quite the gauntlet in just about any sport and, well, women's basketball is no exception. And finally, you know what? It's been a somewhat pessimistic time the last month or two around the Mizzou beat. Yes, we beat Florida. That was a lot of fun in football, but, you know, a slightly disappointing for sure 6-6 six and six campaign and plus, well, just the overall pall of the men's basketball team so far. It's been a little bit hard to be optimistic about Mizzou sports, but I had a thought the other day that I want to share with all of you. You know how in the recent past, especially the past, oh, say, 15, 20 years or so, maybe even going back further than that, really, say 30 years even, Missouri gets a big steaming pile of, well, manure, let's just say, dumped on top of its head by the NCAA every five to ten years or so. Even if it's for, you know, a pair of Oakley sweatpants from Quinn Snyder to Ricky Clemens. But somehow, massive academic fraud at North Carolina, hey, that's fine and dandy because, well, they defrauded all the students and not just the athletes. I mean... You could want to find that, figure out the logic of that, and it'll make your head spin. But regardless, the point is, it seems like with name, image, and likeness now legal, essentially you can pay whoever you want in college. Well, it sure seems like the big pile of manure that got dumped on our heads every five to ten years by the NCAA seems like that's done, right? We should all be on a level playing field now, at least as level as it's going to get, at least in terms of the rules, right? So, hey. There's a optimistic thought. The days of, you know, rogue tutors and ATV rides and, you know, <laughs> prison, <laughs> jailhouse call, telephone calls being recorded and crackers shaking and all that stuff. Well, it seems like those days could be behind us. Now, from an entertainment standpoint, I'll admit that could be a problem. But from a wins on the field and, and on the court perspective, should be two thumbs up. Am I right? Well, speaking of which, speaking of two thumbs up, hopefully Missouri will have some things to be excited about this week, and certainly with the Kansas game returning on Saturday, that's what we're going to talk about a lot this week moving forward, so definitely keep your eyes peeled because we got to talk Jayhawks and Tigers, the big return after about 10 years or so. And by the way, Thanks again for making this your first listen. Make your second listen Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling on all platforms for free. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.